0: Hello oh, and welcome back to. They made another one where each week we discuss an off forgotten installment in a franchise and see if you should check it out for yourself. I'm one of your hosts, Corey and Mary Sexmas Bitches.
1: And with me, I've got Liam. Don't test me. I will punch you in the shoulder like I did when we were kids. And Mitch, I'm afraid I haven't got one tonight.
0: Oh, come on. You didn't even get you didn't get a single clip out of the movie. No. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, well, maybe our, our very special guest does Uh, back in the saddle again. Our good friend and illustrious cover artist, Jade, back in the house. What's up? Relax your
2: cracks.
0: So true. <laughs> so true. Put it on my fucking gravestone that everybody just needs to chill out a little bit and relax their cracks
1: if i if i were listening to this podcast right now and i hadn't seen the movie we're watching this week i would want to watch it right now those are all great quotes
2: there were there are quotable i have a lot of quotes honestly mary sexmas bitches was my first choice but
1: yeah there
0: was no way i wasn't gonna use that one that felt like such a gimme um fun fact uh, i was at work earlier with a uh, friend of the show uh, mitch kodrowski and i said that to him as i was leaving and he looked
1: at me with a completely blank stare did and mitch accidentally watch this movie on mute Is no that the- but it? that would
0: have been very funny <laughs> um mitch do you just want to get to it right now you had a bit of a snafu trying to watch a silent night oh, bloody night Two I revival
3: ever okay so the title you know sounds kind of similar to some other movies, some other like similarly titled Christmas slasher things. And I was I was away. I was kind of doing my own business, I was, was looking after my parents dog over at their place. And it was just, just kind of chill. And I was trying to remember the name of the movie. And I suppose I could have gone back to look. But I was sure that it was Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. And so then I just like threw it on absentmindedly. I didn't do it. I didn't like do my research. I went home. I went to bed afterwards. I wake up this morning, and, and I remember. Can I just interject quickly? The- uh,
0: at this point, Mitch in our group chat has just put "Garbage Day" just sort did, of apropos of
3: nothing. I did. I even put like screenshots from the movie into the chat, and no- neither of you said
1: anything. Um, I thought. Well, you sent said- going for it, I guess, just watching the classic <laughs> Christmas. You, well, you sent um, some of the clips from the flashbacks in part two. So I thought you were watching part one just for fun. No, that's from Silent Night, Deadly
3: Night. Anyway.
2: Are these movies affiliated with each other at all?
3: Not even a little bit. No, not even remotely. And uh, then I woke up this morning... I had to go to work at ten. woke up at seven. Panic hits me like water, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Last week, Corey was talking about Mary Waranov in the original, and the fact that this is a 2013 movie. We're talking about the made-to-DVD market at that time. At the end of it the, it is pod, not like, a
0: 2013 movie, but that's okay.
3: Well, it's you know in that in that period, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I watched the wrong movie, and so I watched it before work today, um, before I left. And I finished with like, wow. I don't know, like an hour to go before I had to be to work. And uh, so yeah, I watched it in not ideal conditions. I took a shower at one point. So,
0: so you didn't watch. Hold on. So you didn't watch it. I watched it. Uh, hold on. Did you take a shower while the movie was playing? might have been. You didn't watch it because when we were at work, you said that you spent 90% of the movie on your fucking phone. And if you spent the other 10% of the movie in the shower, then guess what? You didn't watch the movie.
3: Let me explain. Okay. Actually, we can can explain when you ask me what I think of it.
0: I don't know if that... I, I don't know if I'm
3: qualified to answer.
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that is like a... I don't think you are suited for the discussion.
3: Well, listen, I'm coming out to participate. I'm here in form. I'm holding with the pod. You called me a friend of the pod. It's much more than that. I love the pod. A so lover I'm of here, the pod. No matter what. I made a mistake. <laughs> I tried to make up for it. I did what I could. <laughs>
2: Wait, you just, I love you just... how you justified us watching this shitty ass movie to me as it being like a like spiting Mitch. And he didn't even watch it. (laughs) Honestly,
0: big brain on Mitch's part. Huge (laughs) brain, thousand IQ decision. I feel like
2: I have been collateral damage in this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. This
0: this was like throwing a grenade into like an outhouse. Like this is
2: just oh gross.
0: This this is just a real bad time. Before we continue, can I verify for the state of this conversation, Liam? Did you watch the movie? Did
1: I? uh, Yeah. Okay, great. And Jade, yeah. did you watch the movie? Yeah,
2: isn't that what we're supposed to do?
1: <laughs> okay, perfect. I did so, too, man.
2: Don't discount my experience. So, I
3: just didn't watch as much. You
2: watched a movie. I'm not discounting your experience. I'm just saying you didn't also. watch it in <laughs> just,
0: the traditional I to watch sense of Grinch, term.
2: Actually, my roommate is like, Jade, let's watch huh. Jim Carrey's The Grinch tonight, and I said, No, we're gonna watch something even better. <laughs> <laughs> and then she straight up left the room like 15 minutes in. And so I just watched it alone.
0: <laughs> Honestly, 15 minutes alone is kind of impressive.
2: Yeah, well we wanted to enjoy it together, but it just That's like,
0: nice. That's a nice thought. Yeah. Um so this is as discussed. Yes, a movie I picked largely out of spite. Um, I don't want to be unfair to the filmmakers yet, but, um, I did pick this because I thought it looked bad and it was to get back at Mitch for making us watch the Star Wars holiday special. That was my entire goal. Um, the reason that it ended up being this particular movie is because it is a 43 years later sequel to a public now public domain movie called silent night, bloody night, which came out several years before black Christmas, but has moments of slashery kind of stuff. Now that we've seen so much of it, I can confirm for the room that it does not appear to be a slasher movie in any outright sense of the word, but it's got that kind of thing occasionally going on in there. And I'm like, I guess that's neato. And then not only did it get a, sequel around the same time it got a remake in the uk by a completely different group of people and i'm like well why are people being drawn to this and then i looked at what the sequel actually looked like and it looked just um very interesting bad oh (laughs) interesting is what i'll say let's go with interesting And I was like, this seems like an interesting candidate. As I said last week, for as uncharitable as maybe I'm being to the movie so far, we've never done much of the mid-2010s crop of like sequels and remakes and whatnot. So it was kind of getting to something that we hadn't done a ton of up to this point. And I thought that might be kind of interesting to do. So it was worth a shot, I think, and I'm willing to say we've we've surely never seen anything quite like it. I think that's that's fair. I'll to agree. Say. Um, yeah, because you uh, didn't see it, so you would sort of you wouldn't really, you'd kind of have to have to think that. I've literally okay.
2: never seen anything. First, like you say it. the Star Wars
3: Christmas movie is bad in that Instead opening. Star Wars experience? Holiday Special is Life Day. It's not Christmas. Well, you're being needlessly precise. Needlessly precise. Yeah, I'm needlessly just, precise. I'm being conversational here, and you're like, "It's not Christmas; it's Life Day."
0: Yeah, well, that's what you said we 18 all... times last week, my guy. Hmm. So, hmm. um,
3: keep going. We're not we're figure... not
2: here to talk about the Star Wars. We're not basketball.
0: here to we're not here to 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 goof goof around, are we? We're here to get down to brass. Yeah, the business. This is business. All business, baby. It's the the business baby now on Netflix. And he's he's here to talk about Silent Night, Bloody Night. Um, Speaking of Silent Night, Bloody Night, here's my uh, question for the room. Did anybody have any familiarity with Silent Night, Bloody Night 1 or
1: 2 before we did this? Anybody at all? Um yeah well I I had heard of the title Silent Night Bloody Night in, in passing and I'd seen the poster of the original one I mean. Um I don't think I had internalized that it came out a couple of years before Black Christmas which is very cool. I'm not sure I knew that. Um so when you when you picked it last week I figured I would watch the original yeah. and then I figured I would watch because I I uh, interested to see it. Um, just in general. And then I figured I would get all the way caught up and I would watch the remake and then I would watch the sequel to the remake, which we have to do for the podcast. And uh, I'll, I watched the original um, and then time got away from me. I didn't, I didn't watch the, the first remake, but I've now learned that that would have been unnecessary because this is not a sequel to that remake. It's just a sequel to the original. I was under the impression that this would be a sequel to the remake, sort of like um, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two is a sequel to to his Halloween movie and not a remake of of John Carpenter's Halloween Halloween Two. Um, but this is entirely unrelated to that 2013 remake that's called uh, Silent Night Bloody Night Homecoming. This is just like a legacy sequel to the first one. So I guess. I guess I'm all I'm all caught up. Interesting. Anybody else want to want to take a stab at
0: this one or was this sort of like a like a mystery grab bag kind of situation? I
2: mean, I did not I did not expect that the first one of these. I really went in with no expectations except thinking it would be bad because I kind of looked up the sequel and saw like what it looked like. Yeah, um,
0: and I did. I think I did tell you up front that it was that I had uh, ulterior motives. Yes,
2: you did tell me that. Um, <laughs> okay. You were like, I don't know if this is the episode you want to come on to, because I just picked this one to fuck with Mitch, and I was like, <laughs> I'm down for whatever. Like this Friday works for me, so I wanna, yeah, I wanna come on. But um, well, it's party time. I didn't realize that the sequel that we were watching was a sequel to like a, an actual '70s B movie, and so when they were doing the flashbacks. I was just like, oh, this looks so much better. It's better acted. You know, even though it still has this weird kind of stilted nature to it, like it, it feels I'm like, this feels super like period accurate. <laughs> like, did they just have like a... Little
0: did you know, I know it could I know. not be more period accurate Which if is, it tried.
2: It's so funny because in retrospect, I'm like, I'm stupid that I didn't think.
0: I don't know if that necessarily makes you stupid because you wanted to give the movie the benefit of the doubt. <laughs>
2: Well, I just, I wouldn't think that there would be a sequel, like, to a movie that was so old that would also use footage from that movie that makes the new footage look so bad. It just, I think logically, I just couldn't come to that conclusion without being directly told so. Um, Because, I don't know, I would... I wouldn't have done it, but anyway, I thought there was some sort of B team for like the flashbacks that was just way better That's than like the people for the funny. main plot. But it was also funny because I was thinking to myself, "Oh, like these." I I enjoy watching these flashback parts way more, but they're going on for so long. Like, like it doesn't make sense to me that there was they shot so much of this, and it felt like very repetitive and weird, and like didn't fit well. So that makes more sense too, that this was already just its own movie and they were just right. like trying to fit it into the new script. So I was kind of confused for a lot of it, as I'm sure all of us that watched it were. But yeah, had no idea. No no background knowledge, didn't know what was going on in terms of like the sequel or the original movie or whatever while I was watching.
1: Yeah, is that pretty much where everybody was at? Well, Mitch was more confused than all of us. Yeah, for a variety of reasons, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would say that's fair. No, I was, I was very confused, and then I kind of watched it in a panic, being like, "This is what I was missing." Was it what you were missing? Yeah, well, it depends in what sense. Have I longed for it my entire life? Will it fill the great abscess in my soul? You know, I don't think so. I don't think it'll do that. But I mean, I did. It was literally what I missed in the sense that. You know, I put on the wrong movie and then I was like, You fool, this is what you should have been watching the whole time when I was watching this. So
2: Yeah. I think that this movie is a miss. Am I right, fella? <laughs> <laughs> <Ayo! Ayo! laughs> Hell yeah, thanks, Corey. Yeah, of course.
0: Who needs a soundboard? Uh I didn't know shit about this either, as established. Uh this was kind of a crapshoot. I'm not gonna lie to you all. I just sort of saw, I'm not going to lie. The the process was I saw it and I was like, that looks bad. Fuck you, Mitch. Here's what we're doing. Um, Maybe that's not the best way to approach this. We'll have to see. I don't feel regret. If that's the question, I don't regret this.
2: Are you sure? <laughs> but, <laughs> like you're rationalizing it to yourself right now.
0: But I wouldn't do this again, if you know what I mean. Um,
2: Especially since Mitch beat you, essentially. He outmaneuvered you.
3: Did he? I made a gargantuan mistake. It was kind of like a Mr. Magoo miss, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Are, are we going to bring up that, like, we've done Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 on the podcast? I want to hear what Mitch thinks of that movie. Corey and I talked for an hour and a half about it. I loved it. I that
3: thought would, it was great. I so couldn't fun. wait to talk to you guys about it. I have these thorough notes. I can show
2: you uh, them sometime. Oh, my God. So I'm the only one that didn't see the better movie. <laughs>
1: yeah it is a good we one we did it Jade. a year ago <laughs> like, two years ago mitch wasn't here should
2: i watch? otherwise that he'd them? really
1: have no excuse
2: would my roommate leave the room and not speak to me for the rest of the night if i put that movie on um
1: no, no. it's very watchable
3: you'd have a great time
1: all
2: right mitch sounds really fucking excited so it's
1: it's it's a gr- it's really awesome yeah uh I love that movie, Mitch. If you want to hear us talk about it and pause it, and then occasionally give your thoughts, we, we did it uh, in the pre-Mitch days. And, yeah, I'll definitely uh, listen to the app because it's fresh and I have a lot to say. But that's not
3: yeah,
0: why no we're
1: worries. here. I want- <laughs> unfortunately, yeah,
0: dude. Um, before we move on, Mitch, can you give me your heartiest garbage day?
3: <clears throat> garbage day. <laughs>
0: And now can you deliver it more like an Oblivion NPC?
3: <laughs> oh, it's you. Have you heard any news from the other garbage day? <laughs>
0: okay, thank you. Um, So this is the part, in theory, where I have to explain what the movie actually is. And I'm going to start by not doing that.
2: I can do it.
0: <laughs> what I'm going to do instead is explain what silent night bloody night is um which is a movie that you can watch uh, entirely within its own wikipedia page because it is public domain um silent night bloody night is a wikipedia calls it a slasher i guess we have to just roll with that what we see doesn't really scream slasher outright it seems like it's got like vaguely slasher elements to considering how early it is in the seventies. Um, but if I'm understanding right, there's a, oh God, there's a guy that, there's a guy that, thank you. Uh, can I get the beer buddy sound, uh, at any, at the earliest convenience? Thank I you.
3: did it off my app, off my uh, phone what? For, for space. Yeah. They also you got rid of the sound what? effect. They got rid of the feature.
1: But you
0: do, dude. You're. A... I don't. I feel like I don't even know you anymore. If they
1: don't have the sound effect. <laughs> why keep it though? I stand by Mitch.
0: Are you gonna delete it on air?
1: I'm gonna delete it on air. I stand with my <laughs> with my crust brother. Um, my crust brother. So anyway, so there's a guy, is <laughs>
0: that dies? He's burned down, and he gives his house away to his grandson. That guy owns a house that the town wants to bulldoze to build something. So they offer to buy the house. But the people that are staying in it end up getting murdered by somebody. I think the guy that owns the house, because he doesn't want to give it away. No, it might be... Shit, I genuinely don't even know. It might be the grandfather who they said died, but he didn't die. They, like, faked a burning death or something, and then he wasn't dead. Um, Maybe he's the guy killing people because he doesn't want to give up his house. Uh, and so there's some sort of dramatic intrigue with the killings in the house. We've We saw so much of this movie in flashback that you'd think maybe I'd have a better grasp of it but I'm literally looking at a plot summary of the first movie right now and I still don't know how to explain it so what I'm gonna do briefly before handing it over to Jade is just say that this movie Silent Night Bloody Night 2 revival features vaguely related members of this family going to a bed and breakfast because their brother died and he like left them a tape that they're supposed to like investigate this small town and like they're like descendants of the guy doing the killing in the first movie maybe and that's genuinely about the best i can do uh before wanting to see if jade can do a better job because the only other thing i would mention is thick peter but uh peter yeah so so
2: yes i correct me if i'm wrong on anything um we
0: genuinely have no idea so you can say anything
2: so the way the movie starts i mean you basically already said it is like this brother and sister um are meeting up in this town because their other brother died there's like (laughs) They set up, the way that they kind of set up the framing for us having all these flashbacks to the old movie is, like, their brother, who they believe committed suicide, because he was, like, kind of had Joker-pilled vibes, was in and out of rehab. Um Not funny in real <laughs> life. But-
0: I love the movie where the Joker goes to rehab. <laughs>
2: I mean i not like he is the joker like he comes off like a guy that's really into the joker
0: he saw the dark knight and was like dude
2: he was straight up the dead brother i feel like was doing a heath ledger joker impression for his monologue um scene but anyway so they're like hmm our dead brother told us to come to this bed and breakfast for some reason and then the owners of the bed and breakfast act very strangely um For no apparent reason, maybe. I mean, there is a reason, but it's still kind of weird. And then they find this VHS tape that their brother left behind. And they're like, we're going to watch it. And they watch it. And he has this monologue basically about how there's like dark secrets. And he can't even say what the secrets are. But there's clues in the town. So I'm like, oh, they're setting it up like it's a mystery situation um sorry i'm also like i have notes i'm kind of (laughs) checking it with my notes and then while all this stuff is happening i know that some sort of character called black peter is is eventually going to start slashing people and all this stuff just feels very extraneous um so there's mysteries there's clues there's dealing with grief there's one actress pretending to eat soup but it's very obvious that she's not actually eating it um then they tell them the legend of black peter which is where you have to write out your fears and put them in the fireplace on on the night before Christmas. well it's di-
0: it's different in different regions crucially they're very clear about oh this that god, it's shit, a it's I regionally distinct
2: oh my god okay so in-,
0: in different areas they don't do that but where they live in east willard or whatever the fuck oh they do do that and,
2: they um, so they're like yeah black peter is santa's evil brother and do they do they explain why he's evil
0: wait he's the evil brother of who
2: santa in the legend oh
0: you meant i okay sorry i thought you were saying he was the evil brother of the people eating and i was like hang no, on no no,
2: he's Santa. Um, black peter is santa's evil brother right uh according to legend yes the legend yes yeah, okay.
0: there's like two Santas and one of them's Black Peter and one of them's...
2: Santa? Santa, okay. yeah.
0: T- the titular Santa. Yes.
2: So, and then they start finding the clues around the town. This is when it starts to get dicey for me.
0: And then it flashes back to the original yeah. while somebody explains what happened in that yeah, movie.
2: But the the framing device for the flashbacks is that they're just finding like journals i assume
0: that the brother
2: wrote the brother wrote these journals and the journals are about the characters from the original movie and basically as that movie plays out it does the thing with the asylum there's an incest baby i want to say there's an yes. incest baby
0: there is yeah
2: who is the like son in the flashbacks correct that
0: the son in the flashback is there a son in the flashbacks? Yeah,
2: the guy, the guy that's.
0: Is that supposed to be the baby? I thought
2: that was the incest baby.
0: Oh shit! I well, thought they I were the know.
2: same guy because he's like, oh my grandpa, my grandpa, but it's like his grandpa. But is then also why is the dad. narrator? <laughs> um. From like back when the before the inmates escaped the <laughs> asylum, the guy that owns the asylum has an incest baby with his daughter from in the first movie. This happens in the flashbacks, right?
0: Let's go with that.
2: I don't know. See, that's the thing where I'm like, I'm not sure. So this is like the longest plot summary of all time.
0: It's nowhere near the longest plot summary I think we've ever done. So please continue, okay. because I we don't we I don't know what's happening. So somebody needs to keep. So talking. I won't go
2: into the details of the flashback that much because you already kind of talked about it. But it's like this hot lady, who's the mayor's daughter. And, like, all of the leaders of the town are these escaped asylum inmates. This
0: hot lady. That's
2: awesome. She's hot.
0: (laughs) Dude, no, I'm laughing because I sent Mitch a DM where I just said, Mary Waranov, bad as hell in this. (laughs) She's
2: so hot. Mary Warnoff, that's the actress's name. Yeah. I was also thinking, back when I thought that this was all the same production, I was like, how did they get such a hot woman every no one else in this no one else in this yeah. movie is nearly as attractive as her
0: the casting director do that like she's
2: way out of the league of like all the other actors the anyway anyway anyways <laughs> it's a little little mary worn cul-de-sac um so they're going around and then she eventually is like shoots the incest baby's son who's now a grown man and they think that he's dead, but he's not really dead. And then basically we find out at the end of the movie that that guy is the main characters whose names I forget, the brother and sister. <laughs> Do we know their names?
0: Uh, in the movie? Yeah. They're Angelica and James.
2: All right. That guy, the crazy asylum incest baby son that got shot in the seventies and then lived in the woods for the rest of his life. Um, he is, is that what happened? He said, he's like, after that, after I got shot and all this stuff, I had to live in the woods around town. And then who said that, he did. who are we talking about? I'm talking about the guy, the, the guy, <laughs> which guy? The, guy, the guy that hangs out with Mary Warrenov in the flashbacks.
0: So we're still talking about the flashbacks.
2: Okay. The flashbacks are a huge part of the movie, anyway.
0: No, no, no I know. I
2: just, I just, and then he, I just, I'm, I'm branching because the bridge between the flashbacks and modern day is. Oh no, he doesn't live in the woods for the rest of his life. He lives in his in the woods for a little bit, and then he goes to California and fucks Angelica and James's mom, and then leaves her, and then goes to be Black Peter back in the town.
0: I'm not gonna lie. And this is not the fault of the job you're doing at all. I've n- never been more confused into a microphone than I am right now. I have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. The,
2: the main guy from the flashbacks. Okay. No, no, no. I know. But like he's he's in the narration. He's like, and then I hit
0: he's the guy narrating. No.
2: I think he is actually. Well, I don't know if he's narrating, but whoever's narrating is describing what he is. Doing.
0: I think it's the VHS man's okay, voice. VHS
2: man is like, and then this guy. Uh, yes. But how are the. I just don't understand how all these
0: people are supposed to be related to each I'm, other.
2: Because he's. I don't know. I don't know how they're all related. And. <laughs> like, why, maybe why does this matter? Actually, to them? what I'm thinking is that maybe he's only one of their dads. Maybe they all have different dads, and he's just Angelica's dad, and that's why she becomes a murderer
0: that's why she becomes the joker yes yeah
2: and even Um, though it's set up like the other guy who kills himself but doesn't actually kill himself is going to be the joker but he's not really
0: um he didn't
2: he didn't no it was (laughs) it's heavily implied that he was killed because he learned too much this is at the end of the movie
0: oh i didn't interpret that okay great Perfect. it's
2: heavily it, it is heavily implied i forget exactly when because at that point i had stopped taking notes
0: <laughs> mitch how are you doing by the way <laughs>
2: Are you keeping I, up at all? I am almost done with this plot summary. No, no. Again,
0: I don't want any of this to sound like I'm saying that you're taking too long or doing a bad job. It's just very confusing. No, I
3: think you I think you're doing a good job in fact. I think you're, doing, you're doing a great doing, job. Considering the circumstances, you're probably doing the longest job that anyone's ever done on this kind of thing. Like I, as far as I've been looking around, there's not that much written about it online in terms of description or anything. It's pretty sparse, so I think you're doing
2: I a need great job. you to go onto IMDb after this? You
0: are the number one Silent Night Bloody Night 2 revival scholar. <laughs> oh,
2: do watch the first one which i actually do want to do that now but anyway i I basically have what do you mean like in in its in its entirety without this other bullshit inserted into (laughs) it anyway i'm so close to being done you're edging me on this fucking plot summary right now Corey. you're just like oh no wait 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 stop
0: (laughs) i'm just genuinely trying to
2: understand It's pissing me off (laughs) anyway so i'm sorry I understand that sometimes you need me to slow down or stop. And like, that's okay. (laughs) Um, Where was I? Oh yeah. So this guy's like, I lived in the, or he lived in the woods and then he went to California and fucked around. I don't, and then I don't, it was unclear to me whether or not the siblings have the same dad or different dads. I thought at the beginning of the movie, they had different dads, but then towards the end, that was more unclear. I think it works better if they have different dads. Um, Well,
0: because they talk about not being, like, real brothers, and then it's real brothers. Like, she says, yeah, whatever. I think you're right. She's
2: like, we're real brothers. (laughs) What are you... Sorry, the dog I'm dog-sitting right now is eating something. Stop. Sorry. Shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. I should have... Oh! I should have finished it. Sorry, I almost dropped him. (laughs) What did you... What is in your mouth? Okay, he swallowed it. Well, it's too late now. Anyway... (sighs) oh <sighs> sorry anyway no, um... <laughs>
0: the dog's safety is yeah. important
2: the so they have different dad same dad whatever and then he was like brought them back to the town because he's saying he's an old man and he needs one of his children to continue his legacy of killing the descendants of the escaped asylum inmates which are the people that he chooses to kill
3: an honorable yeah. legacy
2: yes even though I don't know why you have to punish the descendants of the inmates, like whatever, I guess they're crazy. They're crazy. Um, so the kid, you know, he murders black Peter murders, like all of the side characters. He murders the French Canadian brother. Um, and then it's just Angelica left. And then she kills him and goes <laughs> and shoots him in his nose, goes, right in the nose red just like rudolph or something like that yeah. um and then you see her the next day and she's dressed up sexy which to me immediately was like oh I, she's evil now because she's,
0: yeah she's like sexy joke she's,
2: she's hot girl joker built <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and
0: bringing it all all the way I back know, to whenever we did that was that
2: for the grinch I know because I I re-listened to that episode recently. (laughs) Um, So she's hot girl joker pilled. This weird real estate agent comes into town. Oh yeah, and the bed and breakfast that they're staying in that's getting terrorized was built on the same land that the asylum was on that was bulldozed in the 70s. So that's how that's connected. And then (laughs) this lawyer comes and is like, we really want to buy the property to make a mall. And then angelica poisons her and then it pans to the tree and black peter's head is like the star and then she's taken his intestines and wrapped it around the tree like a garland and there's like fingers and eyeballs and stuff as ornaments
0: and then don't fear the reaper plays does it really no but that'd be really funny
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that's it right jade
0: thank you for taking on genuinely i think the hardest task this show has
3: ever had you're doing all the work for us it's incredible i um, couldn't i couldn't do it if i were oh
2: you. well you didn't watch the well, movie Mitch
3: also <laughs> didn't watch
0: the movie <laughs> True. Like, honestly i have no True. idea what
2: i would say <laughs> no like,
3: i literally could not do it
0: so liam you you keep up with that okay are we all are we all square here
1: yeah, I kept up with it all right. I mean, I've seen the the original, so I was in kind of an okay place. But the original is also very confusing in its presentation. I mean, how so? You see, well, you see a lot of it in the flashbacks. It's just like it's a very dense, uh, complex plot where you've got like you've got the initial inciting incident that takes place in the past with Wilfred burning, and then you just have so many characters. Talking about family relations and who owns what and where people came from and and where they are now and it it I found the original very hard to follow and so this one elaborating on it, it the movie didn't convince me that it understood the first one either but I also can't fault it for that because because neither did I so it's it's a, a very confusing uh, uh, double feature of movies honestly
0: yeah. You would at least hope that maybe this would clarify somewhat, but I, I feel very strongly that this, on, this movie probably only exists because the original was public domain and you could use a bunch of it to pad the running time of whatever thing you came up with. So oh,
2: I, it, it was so funny when I saw that it was only an hour and a half. I was like, oh, nice. That's like pretty quick. And then as I was starting it, I'm like, this is going to feel like it's three hours long. I can already. Yeah,
0: it feels like what people complain. The Irishman feels like when if you actually watch that movie, it feels like 90 minutes because that's how good it is. Whereas like this felt like watching three avatars. Yeah. All in a row.
1: I'm going to do that one day, two years from now.
0: Three vatar. Yeah, there's avatar, two vatar, three vatar uh and then they're just going to kind of james cameron's just going to kind of do that forever uh which is fine uh i'm going to quickly do a cast and crew for us and then we can try to do something else with with all the information that we've gleaned thus far um we have dustin ferguson to blame for this um he's got 115 directing credits
2: wow that's impressive Uh,
0: they include it's impressive too because he looks like he's like 40 or maybe even younger they include uh the amityville legacy which is about to come up in this breakdown about a hundred times uh something called last roommate the new seduction which i believe just took the name of one of the poison ivy sequels uh faces of dying two and three which both came out in the same year bootleg death tape two and three which both came out in the same year um something and both of i think one of those was 2020 uh something called sexiest scream queen scenes and uh something called i drip blood on your grave uh he's also the editor of this movie The movie is written by John Kleiza, who wrote a movie called Cheerleader Camp to the Death, which is also about to come up several times in this breakdown. Um, The cinematography is by Mark Thimajan, I think, who uh, did the Amityville Legacy Cheerleader Camp to the Death something called chills down your spine. And one movie that has an admittedly cool title glove murderous, which I think is very funny. That
2: would be a good band name.
0: Yeah, that would be a good band name. Uh, and the music is by Kevin McLeod, who is perhaps best known. Fuck for- yeah. On they made another one.
1: <laughs> I was really hoping we would hear our theme at some point,
0: dude, I would have lost. So we're actually not playing our usual theme right now because it's Christmas. So we're playing Christmas themes. The regular They Made Another One theme song is music by Kevin MacLeod. Uh, he has 3,789 credits on IMDb and 118 upcoming credits because uh, his music is free. He's just a guy who is doing an incredible internet charity of crafting a bunch of genuinely professional quality music and just putting it out there for free.
3: Yeah, he is the royalty of royalty free
0: absolutely he's the fucking goat shout out to kevin mcleod uh his work on our show is better than his work in this movie if you ever want to come on the show kevin we would love to have you
1: talk about your work on silent night bloody night 2
0: please uh we were in the studio for weeks um this movie stars julia farrell as angelica Zachary who is in the Amityville Legacy and Cheerleader Camp to the Death are you noticing a theme uh and also something called Return of the Robo Mummy from Outer Space Part 7
2: That sounds a little too hyperbolic to be real
0: It's it's real whether it's an actual part 7 of something I don't know but it is real um Luke Bernier plays her brother James, who is in a movie called Hollywood Warrioress, War of the Gods, Type O Negative Man, Angel of Reckoning by Len Kabazinski, and also the greatest title we've ever come across, I think. <laughs> 60 seconds to die, 60 seconds to die too. And so in the first writing of that, it's the number two. So it's 60 seconds to the number two, die, 60 seconds to die too. What? Like, are you following me or do I need to write this out?
1: No, I get it. The subtitle of the sequel is, is the title of the first one. And then with they the number two, it, that it's yeah, yeah. But so yeah, it's sixty seconds. Number two die, and then sixty seconds to die. The number two, it, both times with sixty. Is it the number sixty? Or? It, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Jennifer Runyon uh,
0: plays Carol. Uh, she's in a very Brady Christmas, <laughs> and also Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. <laughs>
2: Wow, That's they got yeah. I was about to say, oh my god, they got someone from Ghost. Do you know who she she's plays? Like a child,
0: female student.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad that she kept up with acting.
0: Uh, I'm not because this movie. it's mean, the one that um, is like
2: fake eating the soup that I mentioned earlier, and it's really distracting when it's happening because the camera is like right behind her shoulder, and you can see her bowl extremely clearly, and she's just like putting it in and getting like almost no soup on it and then like kind of putting it in her mouth. Sorry. It's just like, that was a part of the movie where I'm just like, fuck this. (laughs) Uh,
0: Peter Lippins plays Humphrey. Uh, He has two credits on IMDb in location management rather than acting. Uh, One of those is the Amityville legacy. Jenny Caroline plays Holly. She's in the Amityville legacy. And also Nemesis 5, the new model, and I Drip Blood on Your Grave, which is also from the director and editor of this movie. Uh, Jared Allen plays The Shape, uh, which is a weird Halloween send-up to do. Uh, He was additional crew on The Amityville Legacy, And also plays the shape in cheerleader camp to the death are you noticing a fucking theme here um gene kern plays doris she's in the amityville legacy uh there's also a movie i haven't mentioned much yet called barstool cowboy that a bunch of people are also in uh We've got Jeff Dylan Graham as Max. He is in a movie called Sex Sent Me to the ER. Uh, October Moon 2, November Sun, but it's S-O-N. And Five Dark Souls Part 3, Retribution.
1: Dude, I've got to watch more movies. (laughs) I don't know any of them.
0: Then we've also got uh, Richard Kern Kern, uh, as Black Peter. Chad Haufschild as Black Peter's voice, Sarah Moshman as switchboard operator, and Mike Crawford as Drunk Santa.
2: I forgot about the switchboard operator.
0: There's two movies I'm never going to watch in my life. They are the Amityville Legacy and cheerleader camp to the death. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay, uh, who wants to go first? After that absolute slog through the nitty gritty details,
2: <laughs> no one wants to talk about it.
1: Okay, um, I uh, within the first minute of this movie, I, I you can tell what kind of movie it is. I could tell. I think I think anyone can tell. Um, just in terms of the technical quality that the acting the the camera placement i don't like i don't i don't know really anything about camera placement right what do i know about cinematography but um it's very clear immediately what this movie is going to feel like and so i tried to come to terms with that quickly and get as much fun out of it as i could um but i found it hard to get the amount of fun I normally have out of uh, quote-unquote bad movies out of this one because it felt very passionless to me. Um, and by the time that they just milk the public domain flashbacks for all they're worth, I think that's that's when I certainly knew that this, this is just... Uh, to me, it feels like an exercise to get a, f- a few eyes on a movie by taking advantage of of something in the public domain, and th- and they want those eyes not because they want people to see the the creative work that they're very proud of, but just to uh, to get a stream or something. That's what it felt like to me. Um, that being said, I still think there are there are some. Funny, hilarious uh, moments in it. Jade's mention of the the not quite eating soup is one of them. Some of the line deliveries are just so so strange that um, I would have liked this movie a lot more if it had not had the flashbacks. Actually, the flashbacks are certainly of a higher quality. I I didn't I didn't love the first movie um, because it was so dense and uh Corey, you said that it didn't seem like that first movie is really a slasher movie, and I think you're right. It has it has a few ingredients. It actually has one really great uh, shocking kill scene in it. Uh, it's it's the I think the first kill scene, not including Wilfred being burned. Um, there's some creepy phone calls in it, like a creepy voice that I have to think inspired Black Christmas. Um, but it feels like Black Christmas took all those elements and uh, and um, really uh focused them whereas Solemn night bloody night feels a bit more confused and so um seeing flashbacks to it again uh just felt like it was it was lessening each movie like i would have rather just watch the first movie again to try to figure it out or i would have rather spend time with the terrible filmmaking of this movie and uh and find some more things to um to be intrigued by with that. So this movie really feels like uh like a local film. Um like every every year uh the independent theater here in our city does like a film festival where where they'll just show films made by horror filmmakers um in the city and and anyone can can submit and uh you know so they'll show movies that are little like short film anthology movies that are made by like 10 year olds or people who have made a whole lot of local movies or people who it seems like they've never made a movie before and it's it's really cool um but they they all sort of have that that quality to them that that looks like um a movie that was that was shot with uh kind of just flying by the seat of your pants because you don't have equipment you don't have storyboarding um you don't you, you might you don't know how to like mix sound and stuff and so it's just very obvious that um a movie is low budget and this has that all the way through to a baffling extent um like would I this looks like the movies I, I made when I was like 12 years old with my camcorder. Um, could I have made anything better? No, I don't think so but I, I don't think you could do much worse than this movie either. so um, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not angered that I watched it but uh, I really do think it is uh kind of baseless and I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I guarantee I won't actually.
2: Yeah. Hard agree. Hard agree with that.
1: There are too many movies out there.
0: Just quickly, before anybody takes over, I just want to illustrate for anybody who hasn't seen it, which is anybody listening to this, um, the degree of the technical choices on display, I guess. Um, In the immediate opening, they went through the effort of shooting this movie in the winter. But instead of picking a day where it communicated that it was cold and miserable, um, there's just like a stock, harsh wind sound effect that they play over basically everything that happens outside, like really high in the mix the whole time. And uh, the entire thing has this faux film scratch filter over top of it that's just sort of looping over the whole thing and the flashbacks are also tinted yellow to make them look old but like that sound decision and that visual decision in particular i think are the two most striking um there's a lot of fisheye i'll get into that later but just to illustrate what we're talking about like when Liam says it looks like a twelve-year-old might have done it, I think it's aesthetic decisions like that that are communicating that the most. But uh, Jade and Mitch, please go
3: off. Well, one of the reasons uh, why I probably you didn't even didn't... watch
0: it. You watched this in the shower. That doesn't count.
3: <laughs> You're just gonna not you let him say, talk. Uh, He's not gonna say uh, anything for uh, the rest uh, of the whole fucking episode. Shade or
2: pitch. you could have just said shade. I might have
3: exaggerated. Like I, did, I did watch some of it, and one of the reasons why I guess I found it so difficult to be invested was I guess judging a book by its cover and just sort of um not being able to to kind of get past the way that it looked and the way in the way that it worked and the way that it sounded and I I know that that's not necessarily fair there uh, there are many movies that I love that are um you know made within budgetary constraints and I guess some pull it off and some don't and maybe people kind of put a lot of effort into this and tried to make like the best movie they could, but it just didn't really work out in my opinion. And, um, so I, I just couldn't get into it. I already had myself against the wall. So the time was against me. I feel bad talking about the movie because I feel like in such, to some degree, I'm not qualified to do so fully, but, um, I just, I couldn't get into it. I thought that like some of the gore and and those effects were, were okay. Like I thought that the, like some of those scenes work I guess, serviceably, but, um, what are some of those scenes, Mitch? The scene with the ax
1: with the hand.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also there's the, <laughs> yeah, bit it where looks,
1: it looks okay.
3: There's a bit sort of near the end where one of the guys gets shot and like his stomach is kind of leaking out onto the floor. And again, it looks okay considering, um, I think it's like when you appraise a movie like this too, and you consider those constraints, I think like with what they had, I think they did a fair job. Um, but I, again, none of that is to say that it it, it um, saves the movie in my final appraisal. If I'm <laughs> if I'm okay to give one, um, I just I just couldn't get into the movie, and and time was already against me, so there it is.
2: Yeah, well, I guess to give my opinion, um, I really didn't like it, and like I know since it obviously is such a small budget, I I don't want to be like a huge jerk about it. But also, I don't know. Like I've watched internet sketches and con and, like content on YouTube before that is also obviously made with a small budget. And I feel like, like kind of what Liam said. Like, there's more like there. Like I don't feel any passion in the filmmaking of this. Like at all. Everyone seems to be like phoning it in, um, except for the dead brother doing the monologue. I felt like he was into it when I was watching him on the TV. I agree, that was like. Yeah. Out of the stuff that was not flashbacks, I'm like, oh, this guy's like trying <laughs> unlike everyone else in this movie. Um, at least that's how it felt to me. They might just be really bad actors um, since some of them were like ex-crew members and stuff. Like, I don't know. I I feel like I'm fine saying that this is bad just because something is art or whatever doesn't mean that it's good <laughs> that we... I don't
0: think this is art.
2: What like, do you mean, I, Corey? I, I, like,
0: I, okay, like, I think we're being very charitable, and I think that's kind I mean, of us. No, I was about to. But, rip, um, I mean,
2: I'm not trying to be charitable. This is,
0: this yeah, is bullshit. This is
2: ass. it was um,
0: <laughs> like this. This was clearly made because somebody, fucking Dustin, fucking, fucking dusted. figured out that. This public domain horror movie existed in that they figured, as we've said, you could probably get some eyes on it if you made another movie with that name. Uh, It's bereft of passion because nobody actually wanted to do it, but they were probably thinking we could make a little bit of money off it and put that towards something else. I would be open to assuming that maybe some of their other projects have more of that passion behind it. Uh, This is just a fucking waste of everybody's time. Uh, and I know I picked it, and I know it was out of spite, and I know that that's on me. Uh, that's my fault. I chose to do this. Um, I genuinely wish I hadn't. Um, There's barely anything to discuss beyond what we've already said, other than a handful of other baffling decisions, like when they first enter the house of the bed and breakfast and it's shot with a fisheye lens. And then when they go sit down to eat dinner in the middle of the day, uh, it's shot with a fisheye lens again in the wide, and it they're in like the bottom right corner of the frame, and those are just like bafflingly weird. But no, this is bullshit. It's just they had the footage and wanted to get like a cheap, quick frame narrative around it, so they could maybe get something out of it. And um, I don't think it's got artistic merit. I don't think it has filmmaking merit. Um, I don't think there's benefit of the doubt to provide anybody. And. um, There is no need for anybody listening if they have not seen it to check this out zero, you will get nothing out of the experience at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Genuinely nothing. Uh, Any other movie we have ever done. Including the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas, which I don't say lightly, uh, is more worth your so time you, and attention. Would you say this is the lot. worst
2: movie you've ever watched for the podcast?
0: Um, because of how cynical it feels and how nonsensical the execution is and how baffling the creative decisions are, it's yeah, wow. probably. I wish probably. It doesn't make me quite as angry as that Flintstones movie did, but like this is a lot yeah. more cynical.
2: I, I'm i trying to think of, I feel like I have watched other movies that feel this phoned in and low budget and they've either been Christmas movies, like not necessarily slashers, but like obviously extremely low budget. Was it Del Marva or whatever is the company that like just pumps out so many family christmas movies that are absolute dog shit um and then you know those like you know like sharknado and stuff
0: yeah like asylum movies yeah and
2: stuff. i some of those movies are good but then also some of those that are obviously trying to be kind of bad on purpose and like kind of camp but too cynical to really be camp um, that like gives me a similar background. This is that a hundred percent. That's a
0: good explanation. It's too yes. cynical to effectively be camp, yes. but it would like yes, to be exactly. camp.
2: Exactly. Mm. Like with all the weird all right. little quotes and stuff, like Mary sex, miss bitches or whatever. Like, I feel like it's like,
0: and all the weird Bible thumping, like that whole religious theme just falls completely flat. Nothing like,
2: yeah.
3: So like oftentimes when we're talking about bad movies, there's like the ones that are bad. And then there's like the ones that are memorably, memorably bad. Like, and I find most of the time with bad movies, I just kind of forget about them. Um, But then there's ones that are, of course, the ones that you can't forget. And like, how would you file this one?
2: I think it's forgettable.
3: Do you think you'll forget it quickly, or is it one that you'll remember? Because I feel like it just doesn't have like the staying power to be like that bad. I think it's just no. I mean, we could barely even
2: describe the plot. Also, I think the fact that it's so confusing and like patchwork together doesn't help.
0: I might remember it because we did a podcast about it, but that would. But even then, I've forgotten movies we've done podcasts about that I probably liked pretty well. There's nothing to remember, really. Nothing valuable, I think, is here. Like genuinely, Mary like...
2: Sexmas, bitches, I think, is the only. But that's just like you could get that off of one of those chain texts. I don't know. You could get that
0: on like a candy heart, like a I really, get you I guess, that a, big on a candy one, heart. Letters, but... <laughs> what do you know? Like a guy who I prints them? I know, or...
2: I know a lot of guys. <laughs> A lot of guys got a lot of stuff, that's the bottom line.
1: (laughs) At the end of the day, (laughs)
0: um, I mean, what do you even say? Like, in the movie, just bogs down to like an absolute crawl within the flashbacks and like jumping from flashback to flashback. Like, it is a tough go, man. It is a tough go. I I was telling Majority that I thought this episode might be like one of the wackier ones because i thought this might be easy to make bits about it's proving shockingly difficult to even get a good bit out of this
2: no you can't get a well you can't get a good bit i mean there's nothing it's not interesting enough
0: the the gravestone at the end of Maxwell Zachary is like a literal that fucking okay, that was actually really like, fucking funny is- <laughs> Which, to be fair, is very funny. Maybe that's the funniest thing in the movie is that they didn't have a prop gravestone. I so do have in my notes.
2: J- um, cut to gravestone is a jump scare. Because <laughs> 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 of how much the fucking JPEG like, like, got so much of a rise out of me than anything else in this fucking movie.
0: Yeah. Well, and there is something to be said for how unceremoniously somebody does get stabbed with a shovel once. But, um, fuck, man. I really don't know.
2: Well, Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: <laughs> Merry yes. Sex, Miss Bitches. Um,
2: I do have the quote Black Peter was out, I think, was the guy on the phone call. And then my comment next to that was just, let's go. Because I feel like I watched like 40 minutes of this without anyone dying, except me on the inside, slowly. And the idea of watching some kills was really fun, but I did not know at the time that there would be so much incest flashback stuff to the seventies. So,
0: Jane, I'm sorry you came on this one. <laughs> Out of all the available guesting opportunities for our friends to come on and have a good time, this doesn't feel know, like maybe have the best until candidate. I after Christmas. I did warn you, in fairness, that I thought this this was maybe not the vibe. It's fine. But now and we now have the shared can experience
2: vengeance, vengeance. <laughs> a Benjamins
0: Middle Gear Solid <laughs> Riving <wrapping laughs> for <vengeance. laughs> Um, Gubba, I, this podcast can't just become a circle of vengeance. Surely Liam is going to pick an incredible movie for us to watch to make up for this sour taste.
1: I might yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so maybe. Um, next week, I want to do for my Christmas pick a, a Christmas story christmas 60 seconds to die
2: i've been (laughs) seeing ads for that
1: uh you're welcome to come back and try to uh cleanse your palate jade
2: i might for a christmas story christmas honestly uh
0: long time listeners will remember that liam and i uh had a very good time not enjoying a christmas story too
1: that's right so we're prepped
0: Christmas Story, Christmas. Uh, maybe one of the least inspiring titles we've ever had to deal with, though I will say that.
1: One of the most least inspiring ones we've had to deal with. Not one of the least inspiring ones on this podcast episode, though. You said some terrible titles.
0: Uh, what you didn't love, cheerleader camp That's to the a good death. One. I
1: no, like that. I don't like that. I, I, I don't know if I like that. Does
0: Does it help you if I say it's cheerleader camp colon to the death? Sweet. Yes, actually, for me that takes that points does help. off. <laughs> the duality of man uh i also don't trust any of the people in this movie because they all worked on amityville legacy which much like this was probably just an attempt to cash in on the fact that you can't copyright the name of a town so there's like a bajillion amityville movies
1: Uh, oh i had never thought about that's how that's the case but that's so true it really it really bums me out that this dude has made This many movies and they are still Of this quality Um, That's how he's
0: pumping them out man Like I don't want to you know I don't want to like Say anything that's like Completely unjustified I don't know This guy but like there's no Way that's not the approach
1: Yeah it just seems Like like so Uh so Stubborn and so like soulless To have made that many movies and Still not be willing to Um uh, tighten your craft up a bit like even even small things like all the characters' microphones oh God, keep peaking so and just blaring out my ears and you know, I, I said earlier that I probably couldn't have made better than this when I was 13. but if if I started making movies at 13 and then by the time I got to my hundredth one, I don't think I, you know, I don't think I could the mics I'd be that peak. good, but I think the mics wouldn't peak. So ironically, we were having technical issues
0: earlier. So if anybody's listening to this and a mic is peaking, don't say that. Do I not bring it up. I think that
2: the writing, well, I guess we don't write for this show, but
0: What? Well, I mean, I I've, I've oh been reading God. a script this whole time, oh my including God. <laughs> this response.
2: Um crazy, but, right? Like I think that our personalities are more likable than the content of the movie that we watched so
0: i mean we're also real people so like i think that's a pretty low bar for us to reach right there's plenty I of would hope people we, that are like what are you group.
2: talking about
0: yeah but i was gonna say i would hope us as a group are more interesting than like the most agonizingly boring thing we've ever seen i, mean, I think so <laughs> it's a low bar to clear is all i'm saying and we talk about fucking the grinch all oh the my time God. or at least wanting to so like <laughs> sorry,
2: i was thinking about fucking the Grinch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry i got distracted i was thinking about how hot the grinch is um that's sort of famously your whole, whole brand. Brand. So, also i mean i went on a whole thing when i was brand. here for
2: the grinch episode that i do not want to fuck the grinch i want to be the grinch it's very different it is a, a little bit different. Bit different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess
0: it's, it's a, a little, little significantly like a different. Completely
2: different fucking thing.
0: Does anybody here want to fuck the Grinch? We've
2: already talked about this,
1: like separately. No, uh, yeah, no, my my no I have one's... not done any uh, personal uh, no, growth in there's the last no week. update. <laughs> I was at the dentist the other day, um, and they have a TV, you know, on the ceiling when they let you lean back, and and Jim Carrey's The Grinch was on. And um, that's a weird thing to put on at the dentist. That's a very strange vibe. For the <laughs> it was it was kind of cool because it's such a visually striking movie, and so the audio wasn't on. You know, it was just subtitles and, and the visuals, and it was kind of uh, interesting to watch. Um, and I, so I was just able to focus on the Grinch visually, and I had the dentist telling me to open wide. And so if there was ever a time for me to be sexually attracted to the Grinch, that might have been it. And it did not. It did not happen. So I think I think okay. So Liam, See that
0: you're, you're firmly out
1: yeah but that. if we're talking and maybe i said this a year ago but if we're talking about uh martha, martha i think her name's martha right she, she yeah that's yeah. right she fires the the lights and <laughs> she i've uh i'll take a spin-off movie yeah, starring her too. please
0: <laughs> what kind of movie <laughs>
1: Uh, whatever kind of movie she wants to make, I would just (laughs) appreciate it.
0: It's a movie where somebody's lost at sea. I would, that would be really
2: good. I can write, I might write that, do some fan fiction.
0: I'll read it (laughs) down. Um, all right. Do we want to abandon this movie forever in our thoughts and hearts and minds?
2: Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to go, uh, half star this on letterboxd one star, maybe
2: this is getting Let's a half see. star for me. For Most sure. people have
0: done half. Yeah. Yeah. The the majority of ratings are a half star.
1: Yeah. Um you know what? I kind of I I do feel a bit bad that I didn't like it. There's a, there's a guy on Letterboxd um, his name's Tony the Terror. I don't know how I found him, but he's a uh, He's got like ten thousand followers, and he's not. I don't think he works for any website. He's just, um, he's just a letterbox dude. And I just, I really like his musings. And the reason I like him so much is because our tastes often always align, um, particularly around movies that other people think are bad. Um, We'll both give them sometimes five stars. He's, he's also, he's not stingy with his five stars at all, which I like. Um, I'm also not stingy. And so we we've both five starred you know, blood rage, sleep Camp, uh, camp, slumber party massacre. And um, and he gave Silent Bloody Night to revival a three out of five. He says, in conclusion, he's got like three paragraphs here, um, but he says, anyway, I really thought the crew did a great job of making this come together. And the passion behind it really shows what right. Did he, did he work on the movie? No, I think he would be honest about that. Um, oh my God. That's what I love most about these movies. The Black Peter Santa mask was also pretty creepy. I'd agree with that. I like the Santa mask. Um, and there's a couple of lovely homemade gore scenes. I disagree with that. Um, and I disagree that the passion shows. Um, but it's 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 really interesting that, that someone can feel that way. Though uh, I've followed him for a while. And I think a three star from him. Means it's, pretty it's likely a half star for everyone else okay but yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. wish I could be up there with him because I often am but I I can't be this time yeah that's
0: understandable um well uh, it's time for the that classic question that we always ask and they made another one uh mitch do you have anything you'd like to plug uh,
3: sorry I was taking a shower so no
1: no he's he's showering he's busy you can't back, multitask back in the shower.
0: shower
1: two showers a day that's normal
0: i was hoping for him to make slightly more noise as this is a visual medium but or uh audio medium ironic that i fucked that up but uh alas um jade uh you do our our wonderful uh yeah, what podcast do you think of the art, christmas
2: art guys uh, call me live on the air including yeah, our me. seasonal update
0: I think I love, it's
1: great I love the Christmas art there are so many cool things I, I love art pieces where I can I can look at them for a while and notice different things that I haven't noticed before um, that's the sign of true art and so uh, maybe Silent Night Bloody Night 2 isn't true art honestly you'd be better off just staring at at the the artwork for this podcast for an hour and a half I think you'd get more out of it it is beautiful oh, yeah. thank you so much
2: that's a great that's a great recommendation I love
3: the way you've drawn me with the Nutcracker outfit. Incredible,
1: just lurking, just looming, haunted. Sometimes scheming,
3: just like I did
0: this. Did
2: you see the version of the art (laughs) where I did draw little Nutcracker teeth, and it was the most horrifying thing I've ever drawn before?
3: Oh, I I think I might have. Um, Yeah, I don't think it's on my Instagram. I think Mitch drew me
2: at Jade Sketches. Oh, okay. always, I'm always be I'm <laughs> But uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I am glad that you still think that you look like a nutcracker because I thought you looked more like a nutcracker with the teeth. <laughs> but it was, it was just distracting. It... The teeth are great.
0: It is very good. And so, if anybody wants to see more of your art, where can they go? I'm glad
2: you asked. <laughs> my main uh my main squeeze is instagram (laughs) at jade sketches (laughs) but then on the side i also have a Letterboxed account which is also at jade sketches you can follow me on there um i am not really on tiktok anymore i noticed that you still put my tiktok in the
0: I'll yeah, update it with the letterbox because, instead, and we'll have it in yeah, all the episode exactly. descriptions um, and stuff.
2: And then I'm also on Twitter. I don't really do anything of note, but I'm a uh, Jade underscore Shark on Twitter. Um, yeah,
0: go follow Jade. And if you're interested in art uh, and and in particular paying for it, yeah, hit, you should pay Jade to make you art. It's very good. You can see it right now in your up. podcast player choice.
2: Yeah, I want to start doing more graphic design stuff and like merch design i've been doing some stuff for like a small band that's local in town that's been really fun like more small client stuff um and then also you guys are very loyal very loyal clients of mine as well and i i love it
0: yeah the the day we find anybody on earth who wants to buy a shirt or something who will come calling again thanks (laughs) That's a guarantee. <laughs> um, Liam, do you have anything you'd like to? Uh... Yeah,
1: well, I got a film writing alter ego on Letterbox and Twitter. The name is Graham the Malo. Uh, follow now to figure out if I rated this a half star or a one star.
0: That's a good selling point. That's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, hook to get people in. I think. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd as well at Mr Corey Price, and you can listen to the other podcasts I make, which are MK Podquest uh, with our friend Neil and uh, Strat Two with our friend Callum. Uh, both of those are available uh, on the the website domain that I own, mortalcombatconquest.ca. Um And with all that out of the way, thank you all again for listening to this episode. If they made another one, uh, you can find us all over the internet. On Twitter, at They Made Another, which is all one word, and on Letterboxd, at TMAO, which again has not been updated for some time. Uh, you can find episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, and everything else as They Made Another One. You can reach us via email at tmaopodcastgmail.com with recommendations for future episodes, questions, comments, and at what age in the past you think you would be creatively capable of making a better movie than this one. I normally say here that our fantastic thumbnail art is done by Jade Dickinson. You can find on Instagram at Jade Sketches, but she has already said that, so I'm not going to say it again.
2: Oh yeah, I was going to say you it. already fucked that up. but you Thank you.
0: How is that? Was that was that bit again. What's the ruling on that? How do we feel about that? One? I
2: feel great since it's complimentary to
0: perfect. Wouldn't an app. Uh, with all that. Said and out of the way, Uh, we'll find out what's up with the Christmas story, Christmas story, Christmas story, Christmas next time. And they made another one.